0: going to go to the word of the Lord together and we're going to read out of 1st Kings chapter 19 11 to 13. 1st Kings chapter 19 11 to 13 and the scriptural reference will be will be prefaced by this title and it says hearing God's voice in times of crisis. Hearing God's voice in times of crisis because even in the moment of crisis God is still speaking to us. And I want us as a church, we as the body of believers, to understand that it doesn't matter where we are right now and what we are finding ourselves in. Even in the moments of lockdown, God is speaking to us. Yes, my brother. Yes, my sister. He is speaking to you. And you and I, we have to tune our ear to hear what God is saying in this very moment. So hearing God's voice in times of crisis. Let's read the scripture. From verse 11, it says, And there he went into the cave and spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And then if we go a little bit further, then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains. And broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? May the Lord bless the exposition of his word. By way of introduction, allow me to tell you this morning that the God we serve, he is an intentional God. That means there's intention to everything he does. That means there's an intention to everything he says. So you and I, we are never without God's mind, nor His attention, because His intentions are always noble and pure towards His children. So what, 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 how do we know that Jeremiah 29 and verse 11 teaches us, and God says this to us, that He knows the thoughts that He thinks towards us. We serve an intentional God intentional in the sense that everything we experience at this moment of lockdown, at this moment of the spreading of the virus and the pandemic, everything we experience and go through, He is attentive to it. So God's attention is on all of the world, on all of His people, and especially in this moment on the church because God is intentional. God is intentional in how He talks to us, how He speaks to us, how He reaches out to us in this very moment. He is intentional by how He says His Word must reach us even in the moments of our crisis. So in that regard, I want to tell you as a matter of fact this morning, because God is intentional, He sees better, He knows better, and He will act decisively on behalf of His church. He will act decisively on behalf of his people. Because if God is intentional, then God is intentional with his purpose. God is intentional with his plan. God is intentional with his thoughts. God is intentional with his will. God is intentional with everything he wants you and I to know about him, even in the moments of our crisis. He's intentional with how he speaks. And we have to tune, as I said already, our ear to him. God is so intentional that in the crisis we see engulfing the world, he allow, it's, allowing him, it's allowing him to speak with clarity to his church. We see in the scripture, in the book of Revelations, and now is coming into great eschatological manifestation where the church of God is concerned. Seven times from Revelations chapter 2 to Revelations chapter 3, God speaks to the church. Seven times the angel of the Lord is saying to the church, he who has an ear, let him hear. So I'm saying to us, the church of the Most High God, we must have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. God spoke and clearly expressed his displeasure with the seven churches. The seven churches was marked as following. You had the loveless church, the church at Ephesus. You had the persecuted church, the church at Smyrna. You had the compromising church, the church at Patmos. You had the corrupted church, the church at Thyatira. You had the dead church, the church at Sardis. You had the faithful church, the church at Philadelphia. And you had the lukewarm church, the church at Laodicea. God is speaking to His church and is saying, look around you, assess which of the churches you are in this very moment of crisis. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. He's saying to the church, it is time to evaluate. It is time to stand still in the moment of crisis. And understand, are you still doing what I have intentioned for you to do? Are you still fulfilling the purposes of God? Are you still listening to my word? Are you still obeying? Are you still a living where god wants you to live so god is speaking to the church and we have to take an assessment the crisis we are in is because six of the seven churches we just heard about with a negative identity in scripture can be found alive and well even today not now Let's consider the text we read out of 1 Kings chapter uh, 19 from 11 to 13. The great prophet Elijah finds himself in a moment of solitary confinement and loneliness. He's caught up in despair and depression. Because he ran for his life, fleeing the advances and the threats of Jezebel and King Ahab. He's running for his life. He's locked down in a cave. He's locked down by himself. He's discouraged. He's despondent. He thinks that he is the only one left, that God has only preserved him uh, as, a, as a prophet and there's nobody else. Many of us may be in despair and discouragement because of lockdown this morning, and we're thinking that the world is coming down upon us like the prophet. Elijah, but God had a message for Elijah even in the cave. God has a message for the world. God has a message for you and I. God has a message for us to hear and to understand this morning. He says to Elijah, What are you doing here? Now, I know some of you are going to say, But Pastor, we are on lockdown. What can I do about my lockdown situation? There's much you can do even in lockdown because even in the times of lockdown, God is speaking to you. God is speaking to your family. God is speaking to you and calling you to attention. Alone and discouraged, despondent, he feels isolated from God, thinks no one else is with him. God is intentional with Elijah and shows up in the elements from Scripture. Church, if you read the elements from Scripture, first it was a wind, a mighty wind, tore into the earth. God was not in the wind. Then it was the earthquake. God was not in the earthquake. Then it was the fire. God was not in the fire. Let me say to you this morning, as a church, we can't look to what used to be. We can't look to how God used to speak. This is a moment of crisis and His voice is clear and He's speaking to us and He's saying to us, listen greater, listen deeper, have more intimacy with me because you will hear me speak, not in how I used to speak not in the fire of all not in the earthquake of old, not in the mighty wind of old. i am speaking in a still small voice time to tune your ear the bible says he wrapped his mantle around him went and stood at the edge of the cave and the lord spoke to him again the lord spoke to him with a still small voice church of the most high god Wherever you are, whatever denomination, whatever doctrinal beliefs you have, God is speaking to the church at this moment. God is speaking to his house at this moment God is saying even though you are in a moment of solitary confinement even though you are in a moment of loneliness and you cannot have your people around you and the church pews are empty and there's nobody coming to church God is saying it is time for you to tune your spirit your ear again because he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to us even in the moment of crisis even in the moment of our trouble even in the moment of our fear even in the moment of our discouragement God is saying to us this morning tune your ear and hear, because where you are is not where I want you to be Elijah you are in hiding but that's not where I want you to be church of God you are in lockdown but that's not where I want you to be you can't do anything about your movements but you can still be impactful you can still be influential you can still speak and people will hear you can still take the gospel and make it real where you Where you are right now, the Spirit of the Lord is lifting you higher and speaking a new word in the season to each and every one of us. Family, I submit to you that in this great crisis of epic proportions, which the world has not seen or lived through collectively, that God is intentional with secluding even His church for the sole purpose of having His voice heard. We become centers of hype. We become palaces of comfort. All of our hard work to become seeker-sensitive and epic in our presentations has left the church devoid of one key skill, and that is hearing the voice of God. Question is this. He is speaking, but are we listening? And more distinctly, not just are we listening, but are we obeying what God is saying? Are we obeying His voice? Are we listening and are we doing, are we obeying what God is speaking to us in this moment? A key takeaway, a key takeaway from this morning to each and every one of us is this. God desires for us to know Him and to make Him known. God desires for us to know Him and to make Him known even in the moments of crisis. We are in a moment of crisis, but his word holds up. He says to Paul, Paul writes to us in 2 Corinthians 4 8 to 9, he says, We are hard pressed in every way, yet not crushed, perplexed, yet not in despair, persecuted, yet not forsaken, struck down, yet not destroyed. So my question, my question, my question is on three levels. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God speaking to us? In the moment of crisis, what is God saying? I'm going to talk to you from now, firstly from the world's perspective, then from the church perspective, and then to you and I on a personal level. What is God saying to us? How is God speaking to us? Even in the moments of our greatest trial. To the world, God is saying this, and I say this prophetically, I say this with the authority from the Word of God to everybody watching this broadcast, saved or unsaved, believer or unbeliever. The Lord is saying to the world right now, return back to me. According to Zechariah 1 and verse 3, he says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord. If we come back to him world, he will come back to us. It's a moment of exponential grace. It's a moment of mercy beyond our understanding that He is giving the, the world, the globe, the humanity an opportunity to come back to Him. What is God saying to the church? What is God saying to the church, the body of believers? This moment of crisis has allowed us not to come together in a a, a sanctuary, empty chairs, empty buildings, the world over. So what is God saying to the church? Number one, it is time. This is the manifestation of what Jesus said in John chapter 4, that now is the time for you as the sons and the daughters of God to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Because there's nobody to hype you up. There's nobody to sing to you. There's nobody to play for you in your home. Now worship must go into a level of spirit and of truth. According to John 4 and 23, he's saying to the church, return to your first love. According to Revelations 2 and verse 4, return to your first love. Return to your intimacy with God. Return to the Word of God. Return to your prophetic utterances. Return to your prophetic declarations. Return to to the spreading of the gospel. Then he's saying as to us a third thing to the church rekindle the flame of your gifting and operate from a higher place of grace 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6 So God is saying to the church, worship me in spirit and truth. Return to your first love. Rekindle the flame of your gifting and operate from a higher place. So what is God now saying to you and I on an individual basis? What is God saying to us from an individual point of view? He's saying according to Exodus chapter 23 and verse 4, repent and serve no other gods. We have made other gods in the face of our only high and most loving God. We have made other gods. We have taken the sovereign power of God and we've pulled it and we've turned it around onto ourselves. And God is saying to you and I, repent. And serve no other gods. In the moment of your lockdown, go on your knees and say, Father, forgive me for what I have done. Father, forgive me for turning from your voice. Father, forgive me for turning from your purpose and your plan. Repent and serve no other gods. Second thing he says to you and I, recommit your will unto me. According to Galatians 2 and verse 20, Paul writes and he says, My old self, has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That is what God is saying. Repent. Serve no other gods. Recommit your will unto him. And then the last thing he says to you and I is this. Reclaim your place of authority. Reclaim your place of authority. According to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28, he says to Adam, he says, you will multiply. You must be fruitful. Multiply. You must replenish. You must subdue and you must have dominion. Take your place of authority. Take your place back of where God has put his mandate of dominion upon you. Speak to yourself. Speak to your children. Speak to your family in moments like this. Lay hands on yourself. Lay hands on your family. Send the gospel where it is because when we stand in the authority and the dominion of God, God will speak to us anew. In conclusion, how do I hear God's voice? John ten, twenty seven and 28 from the New King James Version, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. How do I hear God's voice in the moment of crisis? Intimacy with God creates relational currency with God. Intimacy with God creates relational currency with God. Following His prompting, His leading, and His guidance. Then live fully healed, fully surrendered to His purposes and plan. The reward for hearing His voice in the moment of crisis. He says you will have eternal life and no one will be able to snatch you out of my hand. He speaks to us, church. He's intentional about our relationship with Him. Because if you remember anything else about this specific sermon this morning, what God is saying to us is this, I want you to know me in your moment of crisis. And I want you to make me known. And I want to conclude this by saying, out of Psalms 29:3 and verse 9, the voice of the Lord echoes above the sea. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty sea. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord splits the mighty cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon's mountains skip like a calf. He makes Mount Hermon leap like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with bolts of lightning. The voice of the Lord makes the barren wilderness quake. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists mighty oaks and strips the forest bare. In this temple, everyone shouts glory. Where you are today, God is speaking to you. Where you are today, He's calling you to hear His voice. In a moment of crisis. Time for us to listen and to obey. Because he's intentional when he speaks. Father, I thank you for your people. I pray over them now that they will tune their ears. He who has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them. He who has an ear, let them understand what you are doing in this moment. Speak to your people. Speak to your church. Speak to your, your family, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that we will walk in the intimacy of your word. We will walk in the intimacy of your power. We will walk in the intimacy of your voice. And we shout in your sanctuary and in your holy temple, glory, 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 amen.